Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Subject to change. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Sound there, Josh. You guys sound good now. All right, crank him back up. Crank back up the king. Sure Thank you. Crank him up. Milk Chip milk milk YouTube. Twitter. Find out if we're on the video. We need more of you. I can't hear you. You wait. A bit more Raj. A bit more Raj. Crank it up. I think it's uh, no, I think you got I think you got You got a boost. On your end. On your end. He's got a boost. That's better. That's Keep great. Going. That's it. Move them into the telephone. Los Angeles. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, get this party started. I like this kind of party. It is uh, 610. Uh, Morning Mayhem is on the road again. Uh, day two of, of five days that we will be on the road consecutively. Uh, this week we're here at the Capitol Hotel. Where, where were we last Friday? Um, we were Frank's, weren't we? We were at Frank's Friday? Thursday. No, that Thursday. That was Thursday. Yeah, we were back in studio Friday. No, yeah. so we broke it up. You're still a little weak. I can't be yeah, weak. Yeah, you guys, yeah, I think you Hold should. Hold on, how about yeah, now? That's better. This yeah. is one of those Eat directions. Yes. I'm there not go. doing it. Let's there you go. Saw rainwater um, using this. We're one. here at the Capitol Hotel, the prestigious, the grand Capitol Hotel built uh, back in the 1800s, still here. 
as beautiful as ever for the Bulls Awards. So we'll have the top assistant coaches in America stopping by this morning. We had a, a function last night. They all got up and said a few words. Very impressive group. You know, from Iowa, Phil Parker, right. Georgia, Mike Bobo, uh, Michigan, Sharon uh, Moore, Will Stein from Oregon, and Mike Denbrock from LSU. By the way, we'll talk about the Heisman uh, candidates that were announced yesterday, Heisman finalists, rather. Um, but, Rogers, always, we've been doing this. Is, this is 28 years of doing the Brawls War. 28 years, hard to believe. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch any of the Razorback game last night, but Hogs did get the win last they night. They got the win. They got the win in a capacity crowd of 19,200. Did it look like that? Yeah, it, it, looked, it looked. It, it looked did. To me, okay. it did. To me, it did. But then again, I, I'm, I've got a doctor's appointment that I got today. Our man Caleb battled 20 points in the second half. Ends up with 25 off the bench. He needed a couple right off the bat to get 1,000 in his career. Yeah, he's yeah he does have a thousand from three different schools, which is which is which is okay. We'll claim it. Which is okay, but they they got the win. Also, we had some uh, news on the transfer portal yesterday. Remember, Roger? Jeez. Do you remember who I said I thought would leave? You remember? Oklahoma, Alabama. No, Ohio I just State? no. I'm talking about the players from Arkansas that would leave. I said there was a certain position that I thought we'd probably see some guys that would leave. You remember what I said? Refresh my memory. Uh, running backs. I said I wouldn't be oh, a big yeah. surprise if we had an AJ Green is in the portal. Oh, you know, good running AJ. back. But you know, if you're one of those running backs, you're getting just a few touches. I, I don't blame them. They, you know, listen, I can go somewhere else and play when you're rotating five you guys. Know, I heard the term last night uh, uh, when everybody's talking about the, you know Ohio State, Alabama, uh, and I think the Alabama guy was he at Notre Dame. The who are you talking about? The Alabama Bobby quarterback. Buckner. Yeah, was was he was, was the one? Yes, he was. Al- he was a quarterback at Notre Dame. So now he's going. Rumor has it he's going back to Notre Dame play lacrosse. <laughs> that's his thing. Is that yeah, right? That's yes. what he's going to do. But uh, uh, to to see all that and and hearing some of the guys goes well, I think they found greener pastures. And I thought it's about the green. It it's is, all yeah. about the green. In well, the we interesting talking to these five guys we had last night, and uh, some of the older guys, the sixty-year-old coaches at uh, Phil Parker and Denbrock at LSU. <coughs> <coughs> the, I know where you're going. The interesting thing on the on Iowa, I don't know if Ian will introduce Jeff Hildebrand just a second. They were implied basically, you know, we're, we don't, we don't, we can't, we can't play those kind of games. Can't do it we, we can't. We're, we're not down here offering millions. We're at Iowa, so no. we just we get kids that and, and we develop the heck out of them, and I'm sure they pay some, but nothing like crap. He's he's underpaid. I was asking how much you get paid. You ask your coach. I did. I did. Because it's, it's public knowledge, right? I think it was one point four. I said, "Dude, okay. you are you are underpaid, brother." Wow. You know, Garrett Riley's making two point five, so he's making a million dollars less than Garrett Riley. But he's his defense is by far, you know, one of the best in the country because they have no offense. Oh, also last night, uh, Cody Schrader, jo- uh, Josh. I don't know if you saw this. Yeah. Took on the Burlswood Trophy last night, Northwest Arkansas. No surprise there. Yeah. Very impressive. Good kid. Great Did story. Did you see what he said? No, I did not get a I chance. Think to see him I'm surprised you guys let me back in Arkansas. Yeah, listen, he's come back, and I saw in the Democrat Gazette today, they yeah, said he had to come back. Yeah, and his second time, and he's won both times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So he's, he's, a, he's a good guy to win this award. Very, very impressed with him. Uh, uh, how about the Bengals winning in overtime last night? The big story, I guess, for uh, for Jacksonville was a uh, quarterback going down. It looked like a, a serious injury. I don't think they've reported uh, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, but anyway, that's obviously very costly. If that's, and if how that's about Jake Browning last night? 32 for 37 for 354, a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown in the second well, start. Wow, I did not see those numbers. Um, last but not least. And didn't Brazil go down last night? Yeah, yeah he got, I saw where he got an uh, ankle turn. Sprint, sprint. Yeah. Did you say that? Uh, no, I have not. Roger Scott reporting there. Uh, also, <laughs> did you see... Um, uh, <laughs> Jeff, you catching this? Two Razorbacks uh, from our... I'll, I'll, I'll throw to Roger on this one. Two pair of linemen, or rather a pair of linemen. I just gave you Brazil. Uh, you? Were named All-SEC second team in yeah. football for the year. Who were they? I don't know. I'm not even you should get one of them. I'm not doing it. You should get one I'm of them. Come on, make, 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 it, make a shot. No, I don't. Yeah, you can't. Think, think about it. What? Uh, I said get linemen, two linemen yeah. on this Razorback team that would, you know, really not great for the most part on well, either side so, of the ball. So why don't they even get but it? But one I mean, of them. Go well, think, think, think about one. I'm not going to get it. You talk to him every week. Oh, that's our guy. <laughs> you talking about Lando? Land, Lando. Lando Jackson, second team All-SEC, so good for him. Well, that's ridiculous. J- Josh Braun was the... Uh, you the... talk to him every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff Hildebrand. <laughs> Jeff Hildebrand joins us. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? Good morning. 
morning. Doing great. Oh, listen, we have a look here. Let's get this right here. Say something now, Jeff. Good morning. Oh, there we go. Oh, there, there we go. go. Jeff has been doing the Royals Award now, Roger. 18 years, is that right? 18 it, years. It's almost like Roger in our show. So, so the the Bulls Award is twenty eight years, and he jumped in after year ten when okay. with the, when the Rotary joined up. Okay, and so it's almost like you, Roger. You didn't actually start with me and Tommy, but no. you you jumped in about a certain mark, and so you've been here what uh, how many years uh, of the twenty that we've got, or you yeah, got 13? 14. 14. Yeah. fourteen, yeah, fourteen next month, next week, next year. Uh, Jeff, I thought uh, I thought our five finals were right. very impressive last yeah. night. Yeah, I thought they did a great job. I mean, from the you know wide variety of ages, I think Coach Stein's thirty four. Yeah, he's and really young. Coach Denbrock and Coach Parker is 61, 60, yeah, 60s. Yeah. So, but they they were all great. I mean, you, you can see why these guys are a leader of young men and what and they're good at what they do. Yeah, the uh, the I mean, they, and then of course Sharon Moore, who was at the center of the college football world a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I had to. I think I alluded to last night, Roger. I got up there and I had to warn. We were asked by Mark Rose to re- remind the coaches that this is a we'll be live on KCV today. Oh yeah. Remind them this is a family uh, station. You did that last. Too, yeah, yeah, well, Todd Mock and, you know, obviously <laughs> you. But anyway, I, so I made reference, I think I made reference right. to Sharon Moore. Sharon, right. I think sure. this is directed at you. Right. Because he's the only guy that praised God and dropped F-bombs in the, within the same sentence. Yeah. I think it's the same sentence. <laughs> not even a semicolon. Uh, interesting thing on him, you know, doing my research, I don't know if you saw it, Roger. He actually played for Bob Stoops. I might have mentioned this yesterday. Yeah. Uh, at Oklahoma, and played in that great Fiesta Bowl that was 43-42, one of the great games of all time. Uh, but, yeah, and so Houston, no, we saw Houston last night. Houston was doing good. He'll be looking at it. There's Bruce James right there. There he is. Come on in, Bruce. Um, uh, we saw uh, Freddie Marshall. Uh, Gus Malzahn was here. Gus Malzahn was speaking to the high school Brewers Award uh, uh, winners. and um, So it was good to see Gus. Gus came in to do that. Of course, Gus started as a high school coach. And so funny, at the very end, Roger, we were upstairs and we were doing the uh, hospitality suite brought to you by Summerwood Sports. Uh, the Hendricks family, sure. Um, and so I made I made the reference when I was introducing Gus to all the, the everybody last night. I said, by the way, Gus Malzahn gave his history, won a national championship under Gene Chizik, Cam Newton, and he was off his corner, won the Brawls Award that year. Comes back as head coach, takes him to you know national championship game to lose to Jimbo Fisher and FSU. I said he's he's one of a few men to beat Nick Saban three times. And then Sharon uh, Sharon Moore says, "Excuse me, I need we need to have a conversation." Obviously, because they're getting Michigan's getting ready to play Alabama, which yeah. I thought was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was interesting watching last night, uh, Jeff. I was watching. Um, it was Phil Parker who just got through going up against uh, Sharon Moore. Moore, and you know them listen. You know them sort of chopping it up a little bit. You know, I didn't I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of that game because I was busy. But, you know, they held Michigan to like 230 yards. You know, they really put them in, for the most part, put them in check to a certain degree considering your offense. I don't even want to have five first downs, probably if they had that. So, uh, well, yeah, they scored 20. I mean, you know, Michigan scored 26 points, but uh, seven were basically on an 84-yard punt return, and then they had another uh, fumble from the quarterback that, in my opinion, should have been a pass if they got the ball on the six-yard line. So, yeah. I mean, there's 14 points there. You take it away. There, but it's you know they did a great job. Bruce, you go on in, man. Have, have a seat yep. there, buddy. One of our traditions is having uh, Bruce Morning, James. Bruce. This is his last show of the year. He always hangs out with us at the Brewers Award and gets a chance to talk to all the coaches. And you know, you're, you're again, basically, you're, you're talking to the best of the best. Roger, we've got. If you go to the webcam, yeah, it's, it's, I guess it's called webcam. Um, you get to see the Brewers Award trophy. It's uh, and it's all all in its glory there. Uh, Josh, uh, did you have you seen the Brawls War Trophy before you started working here? I guess you maybe had yes, a I have. To see it. Yeah, it's a very it's a very impressive trophy. Um, Five thousand dollars. We reproduce it every year. We've obviously done twenty eight of them now. But uh, what's interesting about what's on the trophy, Josh, is that Frank Brawls when I when I was doing this, I asked. I said, Coach, who do you want? Who do you want on the trophy with you? You, you had a choice to do Barry Switzer and, and uh, 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 Johnny Majors and uh, Jimmy Johnson, all these guys that were assistants of you, Hayden Fry. <clears throat> Who do you want to put on there? And he said it was immediately when he responded, he said, Wilson Matthews. And what's crazy about that, Josh, he was a high school coach at Central High. And he'd won what the national championship, right, Jeff? Uh, nationally, and Robert Bruce, you can obviously t- chime in too. But uh, and so, and, and you, you obviously know the guy that Wilson Matthews was. And but that's who Frank wanted on this statue was oh, yeah. not any of those big names. He was the man. <clears throat> yeah, he was the man, and uh, he <clears throat> he was tough, about as tough of individuals I ever seen. But he uh, he was so well respected. Yeah, and uh, he he was 
let me just say, Coach Sproles was very intelligent in the fact that he knew that he was the best high school football coach in Arkansas and probably in the Deep South because they rode trains to play people. Right. Uh, so what did Coach Sproles do? He brought him in, and then all of a sudden, uh, Coach Sproles was accepted with uh, being able to recruit all over the state and everything. Uh, his fourth quarter classes that I had to endure uh, were legendary. <laughs> and, and for those who don't know what a fourth quarter class is, well, it was a mandatory class that was actually uh, part of the <coughs> academics. You actually got a grade. Oh, I didn't know you got a credit. Oh, yeah, it was credits. We never credits. got that. And so football team would have to go, and it was three days a week, and you had to uh, – actually, it was five for us. But if you were a regular student, well, you had some regular students that thought they would like to try it. It was nonstop running for 45 minutes and sawdust and different things. <laughs> People throwing up, and and, uh, and and he never let up. What, what, what time did you all do that the other day? Uh, it was always – they made sure that it was an afternoon. Okay, that's interesting. Because you weren't going to do anything afterwards. <laughs> I, I, my first encounter as a freshman with it, uh, we and I'm not going to name this guy's name, but uh, we were we were sprinting and we'd done all these out. And we were sweating. We had sawdust all over us, and he, he got up and and did the rollout. And we took off running. Well, this one person stopped, started throwing up. That was it. Matthews comes running up. He said, you puke on the run for me. Okay, so everybody's going to do this over for this guy. Wow, holy cow. And that was just minor. But if you if you really, really, Coach Matthews cared about players, we yeah. respected him. He was called the man, and you never want anybody to come to you and say the man wants to see you. <laughs> so, Roger, when I first when I first did uh, pitch the Brawls Award to Coach Brawls to see if he would be okay with me doing it, uh, he had Wilson there. So, both, oh really? Oh yeah. Oh wow. So oh, wow. they both they both peppered me with questions, and and that was really the first time. And of course, I knew who Coach Matthews was. I'd seen, but I really had not had a. Face to face, and okay. now, this was already after no. Coach Brule said that's the guy I want it to be. Is this the first? No, time? no, this was just me pitching the award in the first place. He had he brought Wilson in to hear Wilson. He wanted Wilson to hear what I was going to pitch too, and so they, oh, okay. they gave me the rundown and asked me all the questions and. <clears throat> I wasn't intimidated, but I, I respected the fact that Coach Broyles brought him in, and uh, I was like, "Come on, come on, boys!" But he was—he was such a good guy. Well, all the trophies that you've done, the stands, uh, the, the battle line, were taken from photos. Uh, all the things that you've done, the, the Broyles, uh, right? That is—that is not—that is not. That is that not. Is a not that's not. That—that uh, that is my creation. There, that's that is, that, in my mind, that's what is I. Is that right? Yes, I thought Listen, it was a good on the trophy. Seeing the Burlesworth uh, last night. Yeah, that's that's an actual photo. Let yeah. me see. Yeah. That's an awesome trophy. Yeah, it's a great picture. It just is. And yeah. then, of course, of Dan and and the Cliff. Uh, Cliff Harris. Yeah, that's real, that's, real, that's a real photo. I'm getting goosebumps. This is out of your. This is out of you. That is outstanding. <laughs> but you know what? For some reason, you know, like in Liberty Valance, when when legend becomes fact, you print the legend. That to me, in my mind, I've seen that. <laughs> but I've not. Have I not? Did, Bruce, did you ever see that? No, I never saw. You never saw it. Coach Matthews. They didn't want him close to play. Is that right? Not even the coach. No, no, I never saw him. Wow. So he 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 decided uh, in '68 that he wanted to coach the freshman team, and so we. We didn't have we didn't have him as a, uh, as a as a position coach. Charlie Coffey had come in from from Tennessee and and revamped the defense, which uh, they were running a 52 defense. And Coach Brawls wanted to go to a four man front because he believed that the SEC and I mean the SWC was becoming uh, Hayden Fry. And different coaches were widening out. Jerry Levice was running free, and people were throwing the ball a lot. So he felt like we need to get a pass rush. Dave, let me say this. I say this every year. Uh, you and I go back. Uh, he's my little brother. We go back. Uh, I mean, to you were 22 years old. And Roger, I was 36. I know what David did to make this happen. Yeah. I know the amount of money that he borrowed and, and did everything. And every time I see this trophy or every time I hear the Brawls Award, and the Brawls Award now in the SEC is as big as it is, but today I'm going to just say to you, thank you for all you did and all the things. And, and 
particularly one banker that we can remember yeah, that yeah. everything. But I just want to say thank you because it has turned into a, a, a major, major award. Well, thanks, Bruce. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's it, awesome. It, and it's, of course, now, it's, uh, talk about Jeff Hildebrand and Molly and Betsy. They, they've taken the ball and sure. run with I just, But it, it was. Those first few years, you had to, it was a lot of work and I lost a lot of money. But it hadn't been for that banker. You know, Jeff, you know, Jeff is, is a centennial Jeff bank. banking. Uh, I never should have gotten the money for this to do this. But there was a guy here, and he's no longer with us, right. that lent me the money. He was an Ohio State fan. He loved college football. It's a small enough bank where he, he did it. And uh, that sucker, Jeff, I was at $100,000. <laughs> I had no, had no collateral and just the award. He believed in you. Yeah. I yeah was, he believed, believed in you. In you. Yep. Oh, listen, I was paying monthly debt service as much as I was paying for my mortgage. <laughs> I was paying right. basically a mortgage payment every month to, to, to try to pay off the debt. Is that why you're uh, perennially, uh, you're, you're just five years behind in taxes? <laughs> well, <laughs> The thing about it is, Coach Brawl said you can't take any hits. That's right, Coach Brawl said that's David, that was the killer. Right, right, David, I, I never agreed with that. That right. was wrong. David, I like the idea. But you can't you can't ask anybody who gives to the foundation. Coach, that's everybody in the yes. state. You've eliminated yes. everybody. That's, yes. that's so crazy though. It's like the story behind the award. You know, I, I mean, for years obviously I thought about the Broyles Award, but the idea now that I'm working with the person who did it and the fact that <laughs> the story behind it, where you were a hundred thousand dollars in debt. Uh, and it's like this national award. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, that's a thousand dollars almost thirty years ago. Yeah. So, oh my I God. You're right. You're right. It's a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think my monthly payment on that note, Jeff, was seven hundred a month. This was back in the nineties. Seven hundred a month I was paying on that's that. That's a bill. cell phone now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Well, well, you know what's really cool too? Last night. It's uh, a great list. Uh, that, that, it's, it's a good looking trophy. It's a big trophy. That's God. why when you were <laughs> fine bomb last week, you blew it not having them behind. And, and the and the local lady that did that. Yeah, Jen Woods. Yeah, she's an unbelievable yeah. person. Yeah, she really nailed. Years. She nailed yeah. Frank and and Wilson. But it's I mean it's a big trophy. I mean it's yeah. if you see our winners when they have it in their office, you know it's massive. You can't. And that's one of the thing I wanted. I wanted it where you couldn't you couldn't miss it. You know. What an eye! What? Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, I thought it was a photo, and I wanted to see the original. <laughs> I mean, what a, what a fantastic job she did on that. She did. She nailed what it. Yeah, she did. She really did a good job. Talent. Yeah, those it's five thousand dollars to reproduce yeah. it. Five thousand every year. Every year. Every year. It's that one. Now you have you have represent- that's mine. That's actually that, mine. That's yeah. So you yeah. have all of those. Yeah. But so. the five thousand dollars every a, it's, year. It's a heavy sucker too. Um, we'll take a break. Come back. I see uh, Phil Parker. You guys are going to love this dude. He is the he is old school, and uh, he's just he's a simple dude and knows how to coach good defense. Again, Josh, listen to this stat. Now, Roger, I don't know if I told you this. And Bruce, so and, I, and I'll bring it up to him when he sits down. I've never seen a disparity between the same teams, offense and defense. His defense is ranked number five in the nation in total defense. Five. His offense is ranked, there are only 130 teams, ranked 130. And yet they still won 10 games. Tell me how you win 10 games. With an offense that's ranked 130, because you got a defense that's ranked five, you're you keep scoring while you're on defense. You score while you're on defense, or you're, you're making it so hard. Well, you're, it's you don't have to score much to win. Well, the game. I got to see it live. I got to see him play Michigan in 2009. Oh, is that right? And and if, I, I've got some things to tell him. He, I mean, you cannot believe it's a throwback to the 60s and the way they do their their warm-ups and everything else. I love it. Well, that's, Ten to three ball game. Well, if anybody would know, it's All-American for uh, Bruce James, defensive end for the Razorback in the 60s. We'll come back. Uh, we'll check our text line. We'll check that. And, and if you're, Texas 11037. Get us on the app. Once again, as a reminder, if you are not, if the app is uh, messing up for whatever reason, uh, uh, you can always go to X. Facebook or YouTube uh, and pull us up on 137 of us. You'll be able to, you can see uh, the beautiful people, but you'll also be able to hear them if the app is having an issue. Uh, also, too, uh, Mark May. Uh, great to have Mark last night, yeah. <laughs> like year eight or whatever yeah. it is. And Mark is so cool. Such a good dude. He'll, he'll be stopping by as well. I saw, yeah, I saw the pirate talking to him last night. <laughs> he was poaching again. He is. He got his freaking number, he Randy. Did? Stay away from him, Come Randy. On. Listen. Randy Rainwater, stay away from our people. All right, we got to take him out and get pictures. Uh, all right, six thirty here on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Elia's is available for holiday caterings and private parties. Book yours today online at eliasmexicangrill.com. This 
Texas Sports Center. In college basketball over the weekend, there were four big upsets. Seventh-ranked Duke, who lost to Arkansas on Wednesday, lost to Georgia Tech 72 to 68. Twelfth-ranked Kentucky lost to UNC Wilmington 80 to 73, and 18th-ranked Villanova was beaten by Drexel 57 to 56. Sunday saw 21st-ranked Mississippi State lose to Southern 60-59. It was Southern's second win of the year. Tonight, Alabama will host Arkansas State. Tip for that game is set for 7. Coverage can be seen on SEC Network. And Arkansas will get back to action as they host Furman at 7. Coverage can be heard on the buzz starting at 6.30. Staying in college basketball news, the initial net rankings came out this morning. Arkansas is ranked 117th in the country. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Weather from the Fletcher Weather Center with Channel 7's Melinda Mayo. Pretty nice day today. A little windy, but mostly sunny with a high around 62 degrees. Tonight's low gets cold, though, down to 34. And a little cooler on Wednesday with a high of just 54. Back to the 60s Thursday. From the Channel 7 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Melinda Mayo. Fletcher Dodge wants to buy your car. We'll buy any make or model, and we'll pay you more than anyone else. Please, turn your old car into cash at Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501-794-2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. If you want to make holiday memories that'll last a lifetime, you need to take a trip to Sissy's Log Cabin. They have the perfect gifts for each person on your list. I'm talking men's and women's watches, loose diamonds, engagement rings, estate pieces, and of course, a spectacular selection of jewelry from designers like David Yerman, Lagos, Mickey Moto, Robert Coyne, and more. Sissy's Log Cabin also has gifts at a range of price points. So whether you want to buy a once-in-a-lifetime piece of jewelry, or an everyday staple you'll find it there, all while enjoying the sissy's promise of unmatched service and experience. Nothing compares to finding a blue sissy's bag under the tree, and any gift you find there will be treasured for generations to come. Ready to start shopping? Check out their selection online at sissyslogcabin.com or stop by any of the sissy's locations in Pine Bluff, Jonesboro, Little Rock Heights, Memphis, Conway, or the Little Rock Promenade. It's hunting season, and Bradford Marine and ATV has been selling ATVs and UTVs since 1980. Over 100 in stock with special Can-Am financing. Zero down and interest as low as 1.99%. Visit Bradford Marine and ATV in North Little Rock and ride today. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Insurance deny you coverage on that roof? You won't be denied at Shamrock. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof absolutely free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com. Where one call does it all. Happy holidays from Luxury Pool and Spa in Conway and Russellville. The spa sale has been so successful that they've ordered another truckload for the holidays. Spas by Hot Spring, Caldera, and Fantasy are all on sale. Luxury Pool and Spa also carries Ledge Lounger Furniture and PK Grills, which make for a perfect Christmas gift. And if you want to go all Clark W. Griswold and surprise your family with a new pool, Luxury Pool and Spa can help you there as well. Live the life of luxury with Luxury Pool and Spa online at LuxuryPoolArkansas.com. Let's keep the good vibes going. Morning Mayhem is back on the air. Here's Baz, Roger, and Justin in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studios. The first thing I remember knowing all right, it is uh, 6.34 here at Morning Mayhem. Josh, check the text that I just sent you, uh, Roger, because we need to make sure we thank Summit. Uh, for, uh, well, you know, you know, I just think about two times a year, uh, or what happens this time of year. Uh, number one, we've got the Brawls Award. Yes. And number two, now we start using Summit Utilities a little bit more because of the cold <laughs> yes. weather. So they go together. So we're proud. Yeah, we appreciate Summit Utilities sponsoring the Brawls Award uh, yeah. broadcast today. Thirteen hours of programming, uh, three with Randy yesterday, four with us this morning, yep. three with Justin Acre, and three with John Neighbors. And, uh 
and Joe Franklin. Uh, joining us now, in addition to uh, Bruce James, uh, which is Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, our last uh, visit with Bruce this year, is Phil Parker, one of our finalists uh, from Iowa, defensive coordinator. Good morning, Phil. How are you? Good morning, Dave. How are you, you doing? You're, you're, a, you're an early riser, right? <laughs> I love it. So listen, we have got more hate, uh, uh, Bruce and Roger and, and Josh, from Iowa fans for years. How has Phil Parker never made it to the Brules Award? Because he does the same thing every year. And uh, so we've been rooting for you. Not that you know we can't fix the votes, but we've been rooting for you to get here. And uh, so glad that you're finally here. Well, I appreciate being here. It's a it's a great honor to be in the cast of just being a, a finalist in here and just look at the guys that are here today and and in the last 26 years or back since 1996, I started looking at the names flying over here. Yeah, what an impressive. Well, you, and you're just off to your game against Michigan. Obviously, they're they're going on to the playoffs. What was your obviously didn't have you know t- t- difficult to score a lot of points, but your defense hung in there, you know, for the most part. Yeah, this is one thing you always ask your players to go out there to do is uh, all we're asking them to do is be their best. And every week, I think for the last six or seven weeks, that we, our guys were improving. They were playing really well. They're playing hard. They're going after it. Never gave up. And and sometimes you can play as best as you can, and 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 the other team's better. So yeah, you know, I was just proud of the way they hung in there and kept fighting. Now, the, this is the interesting thing that we found out yesterday, Bruce. You're gonna love this. So you know, try to get to know all of our finalists. And so I'm looking through my information yesterday. So I noticed that Phil played defensive back at Michigan State. And I was looking at it, and I saw not only did he play uh, DB, Bruce and Roger, at, at uh, Michigan State, he was first team, not second team, not third team. He was first team, all big ten. Not one. That says a lot. Not twice. Three years in a row. I think 83, 84, 85. Is that right, Phil? Wow. Uh, Bruce, I'll give you one guess who uh, his DB coach was. at Michigan. Next thing, yeah, that's real Asian. I know, I know. How about that? So, of course, I asked him. I said, "What was it like being under Nick Saban those three years, Bill?" Tough. Well, <laughs> you want to know what they called him? Used to call him. Sure. I had a nickname. I don't know if I can say it on the air here. You probably can't, but I, okay, I, I, can, I, I can tell you this: it rhymes with Nick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> got it. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think he was a very, you know, a coach who came in there and and. When I first got there, and it was a changeover when George Perlis came in, and George hired him in, in 82 of December, and then 83 was 83 season that I ended up playing and starting for him. And then, you know, it was just the the way he went about his business. You know, football was important to him. Obviously, you guys can see that now, and it's hard for him to give that up, and, and he's going to keep going. But I thought he did a lot of great things, you know, of helping me make sure that I focus on what was important about playing in the back end. Well, what's crazy, too, Bruce, is that he goes on, Phil does, uh, after he finishes his football career playing, he he's, he ends up being a coach, assistant coach. He goes to Toledo, where he's there for 10 years, and you know who can, I'll give you two guesses who two of his coaches were at Toledo for that 10-year period. One of them we just mentioned. Nick, Saban. Nick Saban was there one year. Yeah, he was there a new uh, nine and two. The other one coached on on a school north of us uh, that we you used to play and get beat by until he retired recently. Josh, you should know who it is. You're talking about a Missouri coach. That's exactly yeah. right. Okay, Gary Pinkle. Right. So you so you were under Pinkle and Saban at Toledo. I can't remember the first well, coach. Dan, Pink- Dan Simmer. Simmer. Yeah, yeah. Pinkle and uh, Saban, Saban were roommates. That's right. At Kent State, right? I, mean, well, I, I know they played together yeah, at, at Kent, Kent State, State yeah. with Don James and yeah. and the history of Don James and right. that obviously. Uh, Nick helped uh, Gary Pinkle get the job and right. trying to keep the staff together after Belichick came and, 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 and stole him. What makes Phil Parker unique, and that's who we're talking to, the defense coordinator for Iowa. You then after Toledo, you were you know Hayden Fry, who that one of the reasons there's a Bulls award. Hayden Fry was one of Frank's assistants at one point. Hayden Fry retires at Iowa, and Kirk Ferentz uh, joins the staff, and so Kirk and uh, Norm Parker, no relation, who it was a finalist here. How are you back in what was the first year? Ninety nine. He has wow. been at Iowa since 1999. In a day and age, you don't see coaches wow. stay that long or allowed to stay that long. You've been there almost wow. right at 25 years. It's, a, it's an amazing run. Well, it's uh, I've been very fortunate, you know, in my career as far as how I wanted to go about it. Uh, I thought it was all about family and making sure that I didn't move my kids around the country. I thought that was a good school system that uh, we went through Iowa at the time. They were the number one uh 
you know, education in, in the country at the time, so I thought it was a good deal. Uh, and coaches stayed there for a long time, so that's one of the reasons why I thought it was a good place. And and obviously, Norm kind of uh, he kind of encouraged me to come because I remember uh, the last time I played at Michigan State, and we were uh, down in Birmingham playing, I think Georgia Tech or whatever it was, and we lost on the last play or the option football stuff. But uh, he just came up, and, he, and when he told me a couple of things and just really appreciated him coming up to me in the locker room and, and saying the things that he did and, and I end up getting into coaching and it's kind of funny he's uh, you know you love coaching because you're trying to change kids lives and and that's what uh that's why I got on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, 25 years, you know, you think yeah. that, that, you know, I know at times you you, you guys have had uh, off seasons where you, there's probably been some heat on Ferentz, and I thought maybe he'd retire by now, or a lot of the rumors were he might go to the NFL, but I give him credit, you guys have stayed together a, a long time. Yeah, there's, a, there's probably some reason, you know, I don't know if I have something on Kirk or anything, but uh, <laughs> uh, I've been lucky and fortunate, and, uh, you know, it's, when you with a group of people and and what you're thinking about and the way you you want to do things and that's important to me. It's it's hard for me to you know be loyal to the the kids you recruit and all the stuff to all the memories that you have right. and all of a sudden you're going to leave the next day. You know what I mean? Stuff like that happens all the time. But I just want to ask about one of those points. This guy right here, he was a he was a high school coach. And, and then he goes on to be with the Frank Bros at the university. Same thing with Gus Malzahn. We had Gus Malzahn. He was high school. Uh, and then I look at what we've had conversations about Sam Pittman uh, in the last couple of, well, all this year anyway, being Hog fans. And he was never a head coach. You know, he's been uh, uh, he's been the assistant, and now he's a head coach. And I'm, I'm just wondering, did he get into it? Did he have aspirations of being a head coach maybe 10 years into his assistant coach life, you know, and, and, and has time passed him by? Do you ever have thoughts of that at all? Well, yeah, you, you do have it, and it's always, you know, I didn't, I, when I was going through the coaching thing, I just wanted to coach, and and uh, like I told a lot of people before, I didn't, it's not like I wanted to be the defensive coordinator, like I grew up and say, hey, I want to be the defensive <laughs> coordinator <laughs> right, right. At, at here, and then it's not like, hey, I want to be the head coach over here. You know, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. If somebody sees that, hey, you can do the job and, you know, and respect for what you do, then, then it works. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. But uh, I've been very pleased and, and lucky. You know, oh, absolutely. I, but I sat there and I know this that going back to the high school thing, my high school coach one time when I was leaving, and my senior year I was going to Michigan State, and and he just asked what, what I was going to do. He goes, I think you'd be a great coach. You know, he goes, the only thing is I just don't think you could coach at the high school level. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. You know, and, and, and which was, and he just thought it was, and the reason why he said that was, it was just. Football was too important for me to take some of the kids. Maybe in high school, you you know they're playing, but some of them are not playing because they love the game, and, and you know. But they're just playing, and it, is, it would be a little bit tougher for me to do deal with younger kids. But that's well, just it, it, excitement coming out. <laughs> take, listen, and take nothing away from yeah. uh, take nothing away from you being an assistant at all. I mean, you know, as, as far as being a radio host, there were times I thought, well, one of these days maybe I have my own show, this and that. But then talent uh, uh, showed me, nah. Why don't you just around a guy like this and let him be the coach be a leader I've come to the result I'm great where I am, feel great where I am and doing what I'm doing right now so once you get to a point of being an assistant and doing all those I think you have a, 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 a great impact in doing that and feeling comfortable where you are doesn't mean you have to be yeah it's it's kind of funny you, you sit there and go through it sometimes you have a little bit more connection with the player yeah. at times because as a head coach you're doing a lot of different things right. and sometimes you know I know I always hear Kirk say this all he wants to do is go over there and coach that offensive line right on you know that's what yeah. he wants to do well yeah, yeah. after practice he's over there just doing that having gotcha. having seen you know I've done this for 28 years and you know sometimes Phil and we're visiting with Phil Parker defense coordinator of Iowa. You know, some guys are meant to be <clears throat> coordinators, and the great coordinators. Some guys are meant to be head coaches. They, they just, you know, we've had guys go in and win this award and fail as head coaches, and that makes any less of a coach. But right. sometimes it's okay. You know, Mickey Andrews. Uh, you know, he was a, pretty much a career assistant coach and one of the best to ever do it. So, 
Yeah, I, I think there's, you know, whatever role we find in life, Absolutely. I think we, we dominate is what we do. And, that's and don't, li- yeah. And I mean, it's certainly what yeah. you have done yeah. as well. No doubt. Coach, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, uh, to switch gears because uh, I'm still thinking about 2019 and uh, sitting in uh, at Michigan Stadium and, and uh, watching your defense. And when you came out, David, when they came out for, for pregame warm-ups, uh, and I watched his linebackers roll out, get up, deliver a blow. All of this was was right. What I was looking at was Frank Ball's 1969. <laughs> yeah. And I go, wow. Look. So I watched the line play, the linebacker play. The ball game was 10 to three. They had no offensive help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and basically. All of his players had football IQ. Yeah. Okay. You, IQ. you you saw people use their hands, drop step, get outside fast, like you said, hand, feet, eyes, everything. I was so impressed with that. When I left there, I said, "Man, I cannot believe how disciplined that defense." Now they're playing Michigan at Michigan's that's homecoming, yeah. I think, at Michigan that day. And Michigan had a decent ball club. I mean, they really. And did. what was the final score? Yeah, ten three. <laughs> uh, and I never. I, and I. And I, I he's, got, he's got my vote. But I'm going to ask questions now that fans don't understand probably. Hey, let's go ahead and take a break. Okay. Uh, we'll take it. We'll come back and visit with more. Uh, more with Phil Parker. By the way, too, there's a coaches' breakfast coming up where all the coaches will be in with Houston and and uh, Freddie Marshall. To, you know, hear more about Coach Brules. But uh, it is 6:46. We're here at the Capitol Hotel. 28th Annual Brules Award. You want to thank some utilities for sponsoring us being here today. It is uh, 6:45. Coverage of the 2023 Broyles Award is brought to you by Summit Utilities, providing the energy that's always there when and where you need it. Summit Utilities, comfort delivered. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair is not only truck and trailer focused. They service and repair all types of equipment, forklifts, boom lifts, excavators, dozers, loaders, and more. From warehousing to excavating, they've got you covered. Go see why Stacked is known for having some of the friendliest staff and most knowledgeable technicians in the industry. For trucks, trailers, RVs, material handling, or construction equipment, Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair in Whitehall. What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Fellas, when it comes to your health, every man should know his testosterone number. What's that mean? It's simple. You need to schedule an appointment at Low T Center immediately. It's quick. It's easy. Hell, it's only $25. Walk in, take a simple blood test, get the results in about 25 minutes. So if you've been feeling tired and grumpy, sensing a lack of motivation and drive, dealing with high cholesterol, noticing stubborn weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, it's on you, fellas. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center. Reinventing Men's Healthcare. Synthetic grass from Arkansas Luxury Lawns is long-lasting and easy to afford. No more worry about watering, mowing, edging, or weeding. Free yourself from maintenance so you can relax and enjoy a great-looking yard all year. ArkansasLuxuryLawns.com. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Did you know Arch Marine is the kayak leader in central Arkansas? Right now, get 20% off all feel-free kayaks. All the prices are falling on kayaks this month. Don't forget, we repair ATVs. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, and so can you. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. 
and exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See shelter agent Monica Reiners in North Little Rock, Larissa Callie in Bryant, or Chris Allen in Stuttgart. Edgar Award-winning author and Arkansas native E.Y. Craner joins The Zone every Tuesday courtesy of Jackalope Cycling. Jackalope Cycling in Russellville is there with bike rentals and service. Camping gear, fishing accessories, whatever gets you excited about the outdoors. E.Y. Craner, Tuesday in The Zone, brought to you by Jackalope Cycling. Check them out online at jackalopecycling.com. This is Miss Arkansas' Corey Keller, and you're listening to Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Bus. Put your headset on there and listen to see if you recognize this, uh, the uh, Iowa Fight song. Uh, just joined the show. Uh, we're here at the Capitol Hotel uh, celebrating the 28th Annual Brawls Award. The ceremony will be done at, uh, will be held at lunchtime. Uh, the uh, the Zone will be there broadcasting live as well, so you'll be able to hear all the coaches, their speeches. We'll also be on Channel 7, KTV broadcast around the state. And uh, great to have Phil Parker, first-time finalist, long overdue. Uh, your defense is ranked number four in the nation in scoring defense. And, uh, uh, before, Bruce, before you ask that, too, you guys have the great tradition of, of, I don't know when do you do that during the game when you look up at the hospital. When is that done? Right after the first quarter. One of the great traditions yep. that the kids up there in the children's hospital wave and the, the whole, I mean, that, that, uh, whoever came up with that, brilliant. And that's got to be yeah. really a special thing every game. It is. Um, somebody came up with the idea, and, and it was really, uh, when you do it, you sit there and got to understand how lucky you are to go out there and still be able to play football when you go up there and look at some of them upstairs where their guys are waving and some of those kids are not coming out. And uh, just the opportunity that they, they love to enjoy it and, and oversee the game, and, and they're waving back to you. It's very emotional at the time. Oh, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah. Until, until you're there live and doing it, uh, it's very special. Uh, I know Bruce has got something for My last question before Bruce asks you this is that I mentioned the disparity between your offense and defense. It's, it's a, you know, it's, been, it's a national conversation piece. Do, you, do, you, do your players get frustrated? Do your defensive guys ever get frustrated? Do the offense players get frustrated with that inequity between the two team units? Is it ever discussed? Uh, or, or how do you guys handle your business when that, that situation is glaringly there? Well, this is one thing that, you know, Norm Parker always used to say. Um, don't worry about who started the fire. Just put it out. Yeah. You know? and, but, no, I, th- I think our team is, you know, it kind of is, it's so close-knit team that it, I've never seen a divide ever since I've been there, you know. Interesting. And it's, and it's the way you coach them, you know. Your job is to go out there and play on defense, and, and everybody's part of the family just because, you know, you've got a family, right? We're going to do a kick a kid out because he's not uh, going to kick him out of the house. We might, we might have to start some fights. That's right. We might start some fights. Absolutely. Like, come on, man. I mean, if I'm, if I'm on offense in Iowa, I feel guilty. I feel guilty to my my. my, my if I was a defensive player at Iowa, I'd be talking to somebody. Well, you, you wonder if, of course, you know there is going to be Bruce. There's going to be a change. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Brian uh, right. Ference is uh, stepping down as the offensive coordinator. How long has he been the offensive coordinator? Uh, he's, he's Kirk's son. Obviously, it's, it's been a while. It's you know ever since Greg Davis left. Um, what seven eight years? Yeah, I think seven eight years. In this day and age, where you have so much change and, and money's thrown around, it's first of all you were there twenty five years. Kirk's been there, 20, which is crazy in itself. Yeah. Then that that changes aren't made quicker. You know, like we fired Dan Enos, you know, in the middle of the season, yeah. you know, after week yeah. four. About noon. But not happening at, at Iowa. Yeah, it did happen finally, but it took eight years for a change to be made. Well, it's very interesting. You know, it's uh, everybody has uh, expectations, and, and sometimes you just don't know the whole story until you're inside the building. And that's the one thing that I thought our guys did is hung together and, and you know, do what we can do sure. as, a, as a team. And that's what football is it's a team sport and and so i don't I, that's the beauty about being once you get inside the building you don't hear all the noise outside the right. building you know yeah don't listen to noise don't let that sink the ship you know what i mean to the noise can sink a lot of ships coach I've been, I've been dying to ask you this question i'd like for you really i'd like the, the fans that are listening to this <clears throat> to understand exactly what 
you have to go through and looking for the player that you want to play for you at Iowa that you want to coach. And let's talk about football IQ. Let's talk about down and distance. All the things that people having leverage, using your hands, all this. How do you go out and recruit players that basically have been coached in high school that to play defense? And a lot of times we're talking about seven-on-seven, seven, everything's offensive. What do you find in developing a player that knows down the distance, knows where the football, knows how to play leverage, knows how to use his hands, knows how to use his feet, knows how to keep containment, and is aware? Yeah, that's one thing when you go out to these high schools or you're out there looking at guys, you try to evaluate not only what they're doing on the football field, but when they're interacting with other players and and uh, on their on their team and and see them discussing and and the way they go about their business. You know, I always like to watch guys when they don't think I'm looking, and uh, you know, because then that's a little different story. I just know that sometimes you got to go watch them play other sports and how they compete, and you you like multi-sport kids, and then their knowledge of you know really what 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 do they like, and then we we get them in the room and we'll start talking about. You know, hey, what do you see here? You know, tell me this. You know, it's a down and distance here. What's the score of the ball game? Is it a 10-3 game or is it a 24 nothing game? Or, you know, what is the score? That has a lot to do with the area of the field. You know, the splits of the wide receivers, the stance of the the, the, the offensive line. You know, hey, is that guy in a two-point stand? No, two out of the four, five guys are in a two-point stance. Or football hey, IQ. It's just, it's just, there's so much that goes on in one play, and and everybody says, you know, the play lasts six or seven seconds, but the information that you have to gather before that play is is so much stress on it, on your mind that you you should be able to. A diagnose it and understand it. Maybe the way the guy works. I seen a couple of times. Um, I think it was Brady one time. I was watching um, an NFL game and I seen the guy pat him on the back like this, you know, before he broke the huddle, and um, he went back and threw a comeback to him. And, and the same thing, he knew exactly where he was going to throw the ball. So it's kind of funny because Eric Hall was a tight end that that uh, came over from Michigan, you know, transferred over. <coughs> And I remember us playing him in the championship game, and he turned around and he shook the hand of uh, Donovan Edwards and and uh, and butted his head, and that's when they threw a halfback pass on our, our guy. <laughs> and, and so there's things out there, but you, you know the only thing is the guy, the kids have to that are out there have to be aware and alert and know what's going on. You got to have peripheral vision, and make sure that you know and you start seeing all this stuff. There's just so much. The eyes of the fullback, or you know, hey, what way is the center looking? What way is the center pointing? Yeah, you know, the pressure on it. Well, Phil, listen, um, what a great career you've had. Great to have you in here in Little Rock. Good luck today. I know yeah. you're going to knock him dead. Yeah, he's, he seems like a very calm guy. Something tells me that during the course of a game, he's not, for Coach Saban. Yeah, he's, he's not as calm as this. But what a great job you've done, yeah. not only great this job, year man. but in your career. Congratulations yeah. for being a Brolsworth yeah. finalist. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck today, Coach. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're my choice, and it's yeah. a pleasure meeting you. I'm glad I got to tell you personally how much I enjoyed your defense. Okay, well, thank you very much. I'm just happy to be here. Thanks, Phil. All right, 7 o'clock, Mike Bobo up from the University of Georgia up next. It's where the big boys come to play. This is madness. This is Sparta. 103.7 The Buzz, KABZ Little Rock. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double 